WOLB Baltimore and WERQ FM HD3 Baltimore, an Urban One radio station, minority controlled and operated and serving the African American community for over 40 years. The views and opinions of the guests and hosts you hear on 1010 WOLB are not necessarily those of the staff and management of Radio One, its sponsors, or advertisers. Someone very special here this evening. Who's going to perform for us? Jamie Foxx. I got money. You got plenty to show. And that's funny. Because I've seen them before. You want to hold my hand. You want to hold my dough. You got love for sale. I don't need it. 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 Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's another Thursday in the books. The sun is shining. The weather is beautiful. Welcome to Face the Facts. I'm your host, Kelly Vaughn. This is Face the Facts with Kelly Vaughn. And my partner in crime, my producer, the one, the only, the fantastic Sean. Listen, guys, Sean will be on with me next week. He doesn't have his headphones today, but he already told me he's coming on the show with me next week. So uh, to all of you special people out there who love Sean, you'll get to hear from him next week on our show. And I'm excited about the topic. He already came up with the topic, uh, even though, you know, he likes to be like, nah, this your show. No, this is our show. Thanks, Sean. You the best. Um couple of quick announcements i happen to work for one of the greatest nonprofits in east baltimore uh lamb incorporated um in partnership with art church so we're having a food giveaway on october the 28th it's going to be at 1 p.m i just wanted to let the listenership know early so that you guys can plan to come through and get a food box uh we're located at 1263 east north avenue baltimore maryland 21202 i'm gonna announce it again but yeah art church October the 28th, you need food, you know someone who is in need of a food box. Look, we don't give out junk. It's all good stuff. And so if you know someone in need, please hit me up. You can um, you can hit my inbox. I'm very accessible. Um, you can hit my inbox on Facebook and I will get right back to you. Want to say hi to everyone on Facebook that is tuning in. Hey, Michelle, Diane, uh, Miss LaShonda and the very talented Mr. Ray Davis, who I look up to so much. Thank you guys so much for tuning in on Facebook. And if you are on Facebook and you want to say something, just type it in and I'll get right back to you. Um, Face of Facts is also on YouTube as well. Um, So no matter where you are, what you're doing, you can tune in. You can also tune in by going to www.wolbbaltimore.com and downloading the app. Tap that app. That's what the commercial be saying. And I I say it with it. 
yeah because i'm a dork like that but um shout out to my brother courtney but very very important before we get this show started shout out to my dad bishop jl carter today is his birthday we're gonna party like rock stars when i leave yes give it up for my dad sean you 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 on it son um but i'm gonna party with him for the rest of the day so don't call me because i probably won't answer because i will be busy but anyway we're gonna get down to our show i am waiting for a very important person to call in miss ujima if you're listening to face the facts please call in um this weekend i'll be honored at an event and i want her to give the details so uh if you can call in the number is 410-481-1010 thank you troy felder for sharing my youtube link on facebook all right so we're gonna get right down to it um today you know the holidays are coming up (coughs) they are I mean, we blinked and October is almost over. I believe um, Halloween is in like a week. And uh, with that, you know, once we get past Halloween, then we go into the holiday season or like I like to call it the season of celebration. Why is it like that? Because me, myself and two of my children were born in the month of November. Then you have Thanksgiving. Then you have Christmas. Then my other son is born in January. So for me, it's just one big season of celebration. But it's the holiday season as we all know it. With that, uh, you know, like I know that we will all find ourselves seated at a table with people we usually don't even deal with. Good thing about the pandemic or the bad thing is that some of us actually paid attention to the guidelines and we stayed away from our family. And so we got through it last year without a hitch. Uh, this year, we're going to be coming back around the family table. But you know what else is returning with us? Family secrets. We all have them. We all have them. And. We will be seated with those same secrets just because we had a whole pandemic doesn't mean that those kind of secrets went anywhere. I was talking to a friend yesterday and this friend was telling me that they didn't find out who their real mother was until they were 30 years old. 30 years old. And the person that was his mother was presented like a cousin And a piece of the family that you really don't deal with them over there because they're bad people. And all of that to find out at the age of 30, hey, this person I was told was my cousin is actually my mother. And my father is another questionable piece of the puzzle. Um. I've had to deal with family secrets in in awkward positions. I'm I'm very transparent. Anyone who knows me, I will share a story. But um, I was molested by my uncle and it was years ago. But we found ourselves at a funeral a few years back, maybe like three, four years back. And being confronted with that, I now as a grown woman who has uh, who is very vocal, 
had the uh, dilemma of what do I say to him? How do I approach him? Do I approach him? Do I talk to him? Do I act like he's not here? Do I act like he's not in the room? Who else, who else in the family knows? And so for me, um, being a full adult this time, I confronted it head on. I made the choice to pull that family secret out in front of everyone and let them know what happened to me what was done to me he was a great uncle um but um I mean he was a great uncle not not like great as a person like no he was you know a great uncle um but I had that dilemma of do I keep this family secret tucked away or do I expose this family secret take it out and let the family know number one what happened to me and number two um that this person should not be trusted in our family and even after that some other family members came out and were able to say what was done to them listen if you guys want to get in on this topic now I I did this topic knowing within myself that some people may not feel comfortable calling in and speaking on it um, and you don't have to share your personal story or anything like that but we all have family secrets that have to be addressed at some point and my real question is why does the black community push these secrets away hide them never confront them never talk about them and still feel like we're doing what we're supposed to do um, as you know family um, do they not think that victims will be hurt do they not think that secrets won't come out and then for those who do have family secrets do you feel like you're going to be able to sit around the table this year with those family secrets I want to hear from you 410-481-1010 that's 410-481-1010 uh, we don't we don't deal with those issues properly. And, and one thing that I don't like is this, is that for everything that people will say about the younger demographic, at least we rise up and we stand up to the issues that we create. What do you mean by that? <laughs> I'm going to tell you. We actually come with what the truth is. If the truth of the matter is I was married but I went over here and I got this other young lady pregnant. We go ahead and we put that on the table. Why? Because we know it will come up. Because we know later on it's going to come back. It's going to resurface. Somebody's going to tell something. So we just go ahead and do it. But this older demographic, y'all got secrets for days. I mean, people are sent down the country when they're pregnant. Have the baby. Give the baby to a family member. They go on about their life and live their life like they should. And then years later, you still haven't told anybody about this big, huge family secret. And we tuck it like it's never going to be exposed. Like this child will never grow up and question who their parent is. I mean, I want to talk about it. Let's pull the bandaid off, rip the scab off and all that good stuff, because this is happening and we keep perpetuating this uh these things to happen and, and take place and be uh a sense of normalcy and it's not it is not normal for you to hold these family secrets and, and it's secrets of every sort i want you guys to call in 410 
five three i'm sorry wrong number four one zero four eight one ten ten that's four one zero four eight one ten ten you know what sean don't laugh at me i'm not getting older i am next month but i'm used to working at the church and giving out that number and i'm in radio right now so please excuse me uh we're gonna go to the lines real quick again you guys please call in because i know that you guys know some family secrets that are there um and you ignore it and you act like it's not happening and it is extremely unhealthy so 410 410-481-1010, 410-481-1010. let's go to the lines and pick up with james james you're on face the facts good morning Good morning. Hello. Can you? Good morning. You hear me? I surely can. Excellent. I'm listening to the show, and um, the situation was pretty much what you just said, that someone was molested by an uncle. So how did the family deal with that? How did that turn out? Well, uh, that was that was my family. And um, what happened was my um, grandmother passed away, and this was my great-uncle. And I hadn't talked about it for years. I, you know, I, I told my parents and, um, but it was that we, when we were at the home going service, he wanted to act as if everything was normal and everything in me said enough is enough. Let him know that, you know, I know what you did to me when I was a child and I don't like it. And let me go ahead and tell the family. And my family was absolutely supportive of me. A hundred and ten percent. Um, they didn't just like sweep it away like it didn't happen. And even some other family members eventually came out and said, well, you know what? That happened to me, too. And I was afraid to say something. So for me, it was a positive turn. He will probably never try to act normal around me again, because now he knows that is not an option. And the family, how do they treat him with it as a result of that? Some of the family did address him directly about it and say that they were disappointed in him and that they had even trusted him around their children and were very honest and open and asked him, was it anyone else that you touched inappropriately? And I don't know exactly where that ended off with them, but I do know that... Um, I was very pleased with the way it was handled. I didn't want anyone to think, oh, she waits years later to say something. Um, I said something to my parents when I became an adult initially, but I just didn't feel the need to tell the entire family. But uh, you well, know. what about your parents, your father? How did he react to that? Like any father would. I mean, he probably... Wanted to go to jail, use restraint, but whenever they cross paths, you know, this family member knows what's up. Yeah. Okay. I was just wondering because uh, I know the situation very similar. And how are you handling that situation? Pretty much the same as you said. That's honorable. I think that you should. Um. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's something that the black community does traditionally, I found. Uh, would you agree? Yeah. Are we on the air? We are on the air, yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Thank you. Yes, sir. Have a good one. You too. Uh, Tia on Facebook says, it's hard to confront the family member that touched you if he's dead. So that is quite another layer to peel through. 
if the abuser has died, how do you confront them? Um, I can only say to that that you should probably seek some kind of counseling uh, to help you navigate through that. You guys call in. Don't be ashamed. 410-481-1010. That's 410-481-1010. I'm going to go back to the lines and pick up with Gloyd. Good morning, Gloyd. Yeah, well, good morning, Vaughn. Vaughn, Vaughn, Vaughn. It's always a pleasure. Yes, sir. I call, yeah, I had called in about this situation before. Um, I can't, you know, my father had, we had seven boys, and his, and his son had seven sisters, right? Seven daughters. And I didn't find out until later on that he molested my sister because he always wanted a girl. I was a fourth kid, so that's how I got my name, Gloria. You know, going to school with that name, I had to fight over it all the time, right? But when, when she passed and he passed, it's, it's, that's when they told me. And uh, and it's a good thing that they didn't tell me that because I probably went to jail or been dead because uh, that was a hurting thing. And and I found out when my other brother was molested by the same father, because we all had the same father, and it was molested by him. And that broke my heart. But when I found out that my the brother that was molested, that he was messing with these young boys, and me knowing uh, you know, what the deal is, I tried to call a family and have a family uh, together and said, look, we need to discuss this, because I know it wasn't right. And uh, the other guys, they didn't understand. They were college graduates, you know, with a good mind and carrying on. So you would think they would have understood what was happening, but it never happened. But that, that really tore uh, me apart. And I know the situations, matter of fact, I just talked to a nurse. She was saying that she was molested. And nobody, and it's unfortunate, families don't understand. A lot of them don't know how to deal with trauma like that. And uh, when she was trying to tell her family what had happened, that her family member did this and did that, you know, they swept her underneath for the rug. And that's the sad part. But what's happening now, a lot of educated people know how to teach their kids when, you, when they go to daycare, what to look out for. You know, the kids can't absorb what an adult is asking them, but they got ways of telling you know, whether or not somebody uh, uh, touched the kids the wrong way, you know. But I go back in time real quick. Like Jim Crow, Jim Crow Day, that put a hurt on a lot of us. And I, believe it or not, I forgave my father. It took me 50 years, 50 years to forgive him because, you know, he really didn't know what he was doing, and Jim Crow did a job on him because I read books where they had came in, you know, the slave master's house, made love to their kids, a family, and had them to make love to their kids and leave out and they not say nothing, you know? And uh, Make love and, or rape? Or rape. Well, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, rape. Right, and they did all that. And then and then it just, uh, um, it just affected all of us through the years. So now I'm into the point now I love everybody, even if these kids that is doing the wrong thing, which we know is wrong, but... They've been programmed, caused a lot of problems, you know, and Jim Crow did a job on us, but I forgave my father in the name of Father, Son, and the Holy and the Holy Ghost, you know, because he didn't know what he was doing. You know, he just acted out with what they had did to us back in the day. But people need to think and realize and, and, and love each other. And then lastly, I think it is in Luke. There's a chapter in Luke 
a book in Luke for us to look in the mirror, look at ourselves. But we try to be judgmental, which is totally wrong. But a lot of people do that all the time. But they need to look in the mirror because, and you know, when 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 the Creator uh, died for our sins, He died for all of us. But He knew that we was going to sin. We was going to sin. We ain't perfect. Ain't nobody perfect. But a lot of people out there all the time they think they're perfect. So, but but that's all I want to say. You know. Well, thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate your input and I appreciate you sharing your story. Thank you. I think that a lot of people are afraid to call in on this topic, Um, but it needs to be brought to the surface in our community because we do this all the time and it it makes no sense to keep these family secrets tucked. So thank you so much for sharing this morning. Yep. Have a blessing. I hope people do call in and let it out. Let it out. Let it out. Thank you, sir. All right, have a blessing. Have a you blessing. too. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. If you want to call in, the number here is 410-481-1010. That's 410-481-1010. Listen, call in. Let's talk about this because it's important in our community. And the lack of callers, because I do have some, but it's not as much as it usually is, further puts, you know, the point, to the forefront that we as a community will not communicate and talk about the fact that we hold these family secrets forever and ever. And it is unhealthy for our community. When we think about mental health issues that plague the black community, this is part of the reason why. Because we want to become mute about situations that our family members have created that the rest of the family members, you're showing your sign of support when you push it under the rug with everybody else. So, once again, phone numbers 410-481-1010. Uh, we're going to go to the lines to Ray. Ray, you're on Face the Facts. Good morning. I disagree with you. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yes, sir. Okay. I disagree with you on several issues. You know that we have to talk about it. I mean, why did the the parents do something when the first started? When you mention it, you know, uh, to them because my parents did something about it. You know, not wait till you get grown and this is mainly an awakening. That's where we got it from. But uh, because so many things was done to us. During slavery time, things was done to us that we can't even imagine. That's because we believe the way that we believe. Because what was done to us, but no, I don't. I don't find this is so much of a a great thing. That's why it's uh, uh, bothering black people. Because I mean, no, 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 no. Maybe you, yes, but uh, no, I don't even hear about nothing. So things like. Uh, uh, so, you know, uh, detrimental like that. And people beat up for God. Why stir up old stuff? If you didn't take care of it then, you know what? No, it just to me it doesn't make sense. But different strokes for different folks. But no. So are you saying it. because a child was molested? Let me just get this straight because I want to understand you. Because a child gets molested. And they may not absolutely know that that's wrong at that age. That's number one. So then when they get grown enough 
and they come back and confront it, you think at that point we shouldn't be talking about it? No, 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 not not, not as a child. Well, yeah, that's... You say that you are... You, if you're a mom as old, how were you when this happened? Four. I mean, you. Four. You was four. Four years and old. And how long did... And when did your parents find out about it? I told my parents at the age of 21. And, okay, 21. And you just decided to bring it up now? No. That's what I'm talking about. What do you mean? I mean, I mean, you told your parents when you were 21. What did your parents do about it? They dealt with it. Um, okay, then so. Right. You said they dealt with it. So. Right. Why stir up old stick if it was dealt with? Let um, it go. Not necessarily true because especially when you're dealing with a man in the family who has molested one person, you can't discount the fact that if they were around other children, the same thing could have happened to them. Uh, you know, if you, you know, I'm going by Things that's like within the Torah. See, I don't go by man saying because the arm of flesh of failure. I'm going by things that I read in the Bible. First of all, basically he should have been killed. People say, oh, no, no. Well, that's what the Torah say. You know, there's a lot of things, you know, that, uh, and why so many things happen to us? Because we disobey his, his commandments. Do not command, like I heard that minister say, command. No, it said commandments, not command. <laughs> because we, that's why things happen to us, because the Most High said it will happen to us. But disobey his commandments, because we are his chosen people. Whether we want to believe it, hey, that's a future individual. You will see. And these things will keep on going on and on and on. Off my word. They will never stop because just like you chastise your children, Yahweh is chastising us because we are so, Israel is so hard at it. Hard at it. So what can he do? But we don't think we're being put Look at this idiot. Not you. Look at this car. Uh, and that's why things happen to us. You know, because. <laughs> A lot of things I do not believe these ministers. If they don't, even the scriptures say that, and I can, and I can show it to in the Bible. If they go against the Torah, don't believe them. Their word is not true. I hear people praising these ministers, and they ain't doing them but lying to them because they don't know themselves. You know, so that's my take on a lot of different things that uh, that I see in. Like I said, <laughs> if that was done all that and your father took care of it, hey, if your father and mother took care of it, bingo, that should be cold. You know, you was 22, you took care of it. You don't bring it back up now. No, no. So I hear what happened. You know, things happen to a lot of us. Hey, glad that you made something of yourself, you know, but hey, things happen in this world because... We put it on ourselves for disobedience. Look at slavery. Imagine what they were doing to slavery to us. You couldn't even imagine. All right, I thank you. Y'all take care. All right, you too.
Um, before I get to be- break, uh, let me just say this. And I, I have a caller to pick up on after the break. So it's going to be very short. Number to call in is 410-481-1010. I want to read something from Facebook. Um, Mel says, in the black community, this is a huge issue that we deal with, but not really deal with. We are trained to hide and protect the predator. There are some who have a fear of judgment, not wanting to be the one who brings it to the surface. So instead, we suffer in silence. And I have to agree with Mel based upon the last caller, because anyone who will say to you, a person who was abused, why bring it up is a major issue. Look, we're going to head to break. I'm going to pick up the line in a second. Um, but this is our culture and it kind of disgusts me. I don't like it. But like I did last week, I'm putting myself on timeout really fast. This is Face Effects with Kelly Vaughn. We'll be back in a moment. <laughs> W-O-L-B Baltimore and W-E-R-Q FM HD3 Baltimore an Urban One radio station minority controlled and operated and serving the African American community for over 40 years. The views and opinions of the guest and host you hear are not necessarily those of the staff and management of Radio One, its sponsors or advertisers. Back. I, I don't know. Sean, <laughs> you just put the name up on the board and I was right. I didn't even see it when I said it. I said, we're, co- we're coming back from this break long. And I was wondering why he was still on the phone, but I now see why. <laughs> Timeouts can do a world of difference. Look, I, I, I am disgusted by uh, what you know, Mr. Ray had to say, um, what's the use um, of bringing it up? And this is what we've been doing because of slavery. Let me tell you something. If we keep that kind of mindset, do you know how far back we're going to push ourselves with the advances that the black community has made? So I'm hoping and I'm praying that that's nobody else's mentality. I'm hoping and I'm praying that that is a small percentage of people who feel like that and think like that. Um, and, and this is not just a show about molestation. This is a show about family secrets. They vary. They vary. They vary. I mean, family secrets. How about the cousin that wants to show up drunk and high and nobody wants to say anything? I'm talking about family secrets. The pack of cousins is that's everybody in Sean's family. That's what he said. I just want y'all to know. But I mean, we talking about the pack of cousins who get up from Thanksgiving dinner, go outside and come back smelling like a chimney and 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 chiefing. If you know what chiefing is, you know what chiefing is. But family secrets. I mean, this it's not just molestation. It's not just um, 
babies and passing babies off and 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 raising babies that's not yours and perpetrating frauds i mean we're talking about family secrets these this is the man who has your family and another family in another state on the other side of town family secrets when will we stop them when when will we bring them to the surface now i gave an example of a personal experience of mine and an experience of a friend there are other family secrets so feel free to call in the phone number is 410-481-1010 i am going to go to the lines now because now that i've opened it up listen guys we are not just talking about molestation we're talking about family secrets any of them that gambling cousin that can't come to easter dinner without his dice you know family secrets so we're gonna get to the lines we're gonna pick up with mark c mark c you're on face of facts good morning hey kelly you know um you know you, 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 I, I like your fierceness and your braveness you know um because you, you you pick up topics a lot of times that we don't want to talk about and um you know the, the fact that people try to throw God and stuff in there, your father, happy birthday to him. I wrote on his timeline. Thank you. Um, the bishop, you know, and, 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 and I, what I always say when people try to call in and justify different behaviors with God is he's not the offer confusion. Amen. When we got confusion and bad stuff, he came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. When you, when you have confusion, bad stuff going on, that's either man or the other guy. You know that uh, it's not God. That ain't got nothing to do with God. You know, and uh, so, but we do have free will, and a lot of us choose to do bad with it. Me and my brother, we were we were the family drunks for years, and it wasn't no secret. <laughs> everybody you knew know, he was coming with a cup of hand. Everybody huh? knew, you know. Everybody knew, you know. Uh, but so, and, and what we did, you know, we had a lot of, we had bishops and pastors and stuff in my, on my mother's side, and they just embraced us and loved us, man. But you gotta, you know, we, that we grew up with what happens in this house, stay in this house a lot of times, you uh-huh. know, and and and, and 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 a lot of times, you know, um, it, that you know that that was bad for us, a lot of traumatizing and all that kind of stuff within our families. We were traumatizing stuff out of our families, but that led to a lot of traumatizing and stuff within our families. And I'm glad you're bringing this out, you know. And and it's the 21st century and stuff like that. And we we need you know Facebook and all that kind of stuff. We need stuff like that, you know, to 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 have conversations about things like this. Like you said, we've had so many. Uh, uh, just great things going on in our community. Um, you know, just so many uh, um, achievements that we've made, but we have to deal with the ugly too. So have a good day. Yes, thank you so much. And you said it right. You're welcome. All right. All right. Gonna go back to the lines and pick up with Sherry. Sherry, you're on Face the Facts. Good morning. Good, good morning, Miss Kelly. I didn't already say hello to um, Sean. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Miss well, Kelly. For me, some secrets need to be secrets and buried. You're the only one that can get me to drink a, a shot of vodka in the morning. God, when you come with some of your time. Now, let me tell you a secret. For me, a secret and nobody, because this is my family, to have a secret and all of a sudden come out and say, you are gay. Some 
secrets for me. How How is this possible? But I have evolved now. I could not handle that. It's different when it's coming from your family. It's different if it's your son. You know, people will see it different because my mind, it just threw my mind backwards, and I just could not handle something like that. And I'm like, why did you say anything? All of this happened, and it just blows your mind. So people handle things in different ways, but I say that's one secret I wish you could have kept, and I love you dearly. But, no, you could have kept that one because that just threw me off the rails. So, Kelly, Sean, I'll be looking to hear from my baby Sean. So he coming have a next good, week. He coming yes, next week, and I'll be ready. And happy birthday to your father. Thank you so Have much, man. All right. You know, I, I like what Miss Sherry said. Sometimes, you know, the setup has to be real. But how many people can agree that most times when the secret hits the fan, we a lot of us already knew it. <laughs> we going to go back to the lines to Gator John. Gator John, you are on Face the Facts. Good morning, sir. Yes. Good, a- good afternoon. Good morning. Uh, congratulations to your dad. You know, I wish him many more happy birthdays as come in his future. But uh, here's a story, you know, right? When I was about 15 back in 1955, I had two nieces. I had five sisters and five brothers, and I was the youngest one. Oof. And I had two little nieces, twin nieces. And in the family, it was said that when uh, uh, my sister had separated from their father, well, you know, you meet another person in their life. And they met this guy named Willie. And that was her guy. Within about two or three months' time, he was molesting them twins. My sisters got together, as the family tell it, and this guy disappeared. I mean, you know, my, one of my sisters, they was like Larry Young's sister or something, he say, where they'd knock you down and fight you and all this kind of stuff. Uh-huh. One of them was like that. And they went directly in some kind of way. They tricked this guy some kind of way, but they got this guy disappeared. When the court time come, he wasn't around. Nobody said nothing, but the family knew what happened. So sometimes these people that does these things, that's the repercussion that they get. Thank you. Stay safe and have a good one. Thank you. You too. You know what? I love- uh, one more thing. Yeah, one more sure. thing. Sure. One more thing. As far as mentioning your issue today, look at our ancestors. You understand how many secrets that we had to hold when they came in and raped us and took our children and, you know, raped them and did different things to the men and the women. So we got a lot of little things in our heads as a generation of people. But it's nothing wrong with mentioning it to people that understand situations. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. I would imagine that um, in that particular circumstance, someone had to say something to somebody for them to handle it. So I'm glad that was dealt with. And I'm glad that the family didn't choose to sweep it under the rug. They actually handled it. So that's very honorable. And I'm glad to hear that. We're going to get back to the lines and pick up with Mike. Mike, you're on Face the Facts. Good morning. Hallelujah, Kelly H. Uh, Mike Jensen, uh, chatting with the Chaplains. Oh, how you doing? I listened to your show last week. Hey, thank you. And I'm listening to you right now. Young lady, you have a great show. And this is a wonderful, needed topic right now. I thank you so much for it. My brother and I were molested as children. Now, 
the reason why or how I found out that my brother was being molested is that Lord, I see my niece going across you that high uh what happened was I was being molested. Uh, I think we were about five to eight years old or something like that. But I did not know that my brother was being molested by the same person. But my brother blamed me for not protecting him from being molested as little children. Then that's the only way that I found out that he was being molested also. And uh, I'm going to say this, that our molestation affected both of us, but it affected us both so differently. It really uh, took my brother mentally, and uh, uh, they used to make fun of him as a little child for certain things he would do. But now, as an older person, and him uh, accusing me of not protecting him, that's how I found out he was molested too, it, that how things work now. I did not know it until he actually accused me from not protecting him. And it's just like you said, it, it can happen to someone else. And if you don't mention it, then it can happen to someone else and then someone else. So thank you for such a great show and it's much needed. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate you. Man, we got to bring this stuff to the forefront. We have to. It's our duty as a community. We have to talk about these things. Um Gonna go right back to the lines to Mark. Mark, you're on Face of Facts. Good morning. Hello. Yes, sir. Mark. Hello. Yeah. Good afternoon. Yeah. Um, yeah. We the one thing we know for sure. This is a universal thing with all cultures. All cultures going through this, and and as person, once you get older in life, sixty. 70 years old, most of your callers, most people came out of that era of time and they, they don't want to rekindle that type of trauma they went through. And some might still need, you know, um, some therapy, you know what I mean, for it. But every, across the board, you would name everything in your family and each one of our families that somebody got some kind of hidden secret. Not all dealing with child molestation, but who the father is, who ain't the father, who is the mother, who ain't the mother, and et cetera, et cetera. You know, even hardcore murders and all that. Certain things you might want to take to your grave. You, as Kelly Vaughn, you want certain things you want to take to your grave. It's something your sons, daughters, your immediate father, mothers might engaged in or did that you might take it to your grave. So, but the point I'm going at, that is something that needs to be discussed. And just like we ought to understand the social media, that's why a lot of these kids is killing one another. I don't know how much percentage, but most of it is because they're telling secrets and people business on social media. And then when the people come down, run down on them. Oh, you could post this on this and you post that on this. And that's where the repercussion comes to them. When I just came back about last month, I was up in um, from San Diego, no, Cleveland. I was up in Cleveland at this time. We was out there doing um, community work up there. And a young girl, we engaged in the park. That's where she got beat up for. The girls get ganged up there. She, they had posted something on social media that she went to bed with. This girl, 13, 14 years old. You know what I'm saying? So 
a lot of times you got to know who you're talking to, what the discussion is, and not drown everybody. Because like you said, everybody, just people mistake it and run with it, and then you got a big wildfire going, steady turn the problem and the real person that did something wrong to you. You know what I'm saying? Correct. Yeah, I you, absolutely You, know, you get just that. got a big fire going on because you posted on social media or whatever and everybody involved and this and that and nothing is getting done and, and it's just a big chaos and a mess and et cetera, et cetera, you know. But, you know, but it's just, it's, it's, I don't think it's never will come to that. Somebody always going to, I'm going to my grave with certain things Friends have told me, just like say, as you as a pastor or a bishop, people come and do confessions to you. He cannot go to no court of law and tell what you told him. And nobody can summon him to court. So a lot of these preachers and bishops and rabbis, they're going to their grave with a lot of information. You know what I'm saying? Not dapping, you know, your situation and nothing like that, but they're going to agree with a lot of confessions. No, you're right. People, you know what I'm saying? They told them. So, you know, but I, I enjoy um, the conversation. I enjoy the feedback. So, you know, that's what's, you know, some of it could be our healing process. Exactly. You know I mean? Yeah. Discussion. Discussion should be healing process. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for calling in and sharing your opinions. All right. God bless you. God bless you as well. Thank you. Listen, if you guys want to call in, we have a little while longer. Phone number here is 410-481-1010. That's 410-481-1010. And I just want to say in general, before I take this call from Sandra, uh, thank you guys so much for calling in, for being open, for being transparent. Uh, we need this kind of dialogue. I like what the last caller said. Uh, you can have those discussions, but don't be messy about it. And so if it goes down at family dinner or if someone comes to you and they talk to you, um, go into a posture of trying to be a solution and do the best thing for your family. I think that that was an excellent point that he brought up. It's not for you to whip out your phone and go on Facebook Live and be like, child, look at what happened at family dinner this year. No. Um, it needs to be about starting starting some kind of healing process for whatever it is. Uh, Sandra, you're on Face the Facts. Good morning. Good morning, Miss Kale. How are you? I'm doing good. Is this Nurse Sandra? Yes. So, uh, uh, Kelly. Yes, You know what you are. What's you that? know who you are. You know what you are. What's that? You are a shock. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I know exactly where she's coming from. And you also are your little old soul. If four years old, you had the gumption to confront your uncle, you you were nothing but a little old soul. Thank you. You were born with grit. Hello? I'm I'm here, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I'm listening to you. (laughs) There's Sanders on the line today, (laughs) y'all. You know how to get your audience started. So go ahead with your bad self. <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. That's what I'm going to call you. Radio Shop, Shop. Shop. I got you. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> you have a beautiful weekend, okay? Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. Are you going down to see uh, the Democrat president? No, nah, they won't let us in. <laughs> uh, they won't let us in we, to see the Democrat yeah, but that's president. Not fair. We put them in office and we should have a right to go in. 
a minute. Uh, did you put him in office? I thought you were a Republican. No, I don't know why people think that. No, I'm not no Republican. No, 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 no. My father would get up out of his grave if he thought that. Probably because you're no. just a little radical, but it's all right. Oh, I, well, I have always been outspoken. Yes, ma'am. I, I like always. That. Huh? I said, yes, ma'am. I like that. <laughs> I have to have, I have to, uh, since a young family, I'm a rubber <laughs> So is he. I know he's listening. <laughs> you know he is. You know he's listening, but we appreciate you on. <laughs> you know what on, he going to say? You know what Timothy Young will say? Bless his heart. No, bless his spirit. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what he says. Yeah, but I have always been outspoken. You know, if you don't spend a foot for yourself, then who? That's true. Well, I mean, here on Face the Facts, you're always welcome to call in and be outspoken. All right. But for that one, I'm going to call you. Good morning, Miss Shock Shop. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. Good to talk to you. Okay. You have a beautiful weekend now, okay? You too. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye-bye. Bye. So, let's, let's, let's re-hit some things that came up. Um, again, thank you for everyone who called in and shared. It was an important conversation. And even though a lot of people weren't moved to call, I know that there are many listening because my inbox is going off at uh, record breaking speed. And because I'm live right now, I can't roll through my inbox and, and read your things, but I will read it and get back to you. Um after after we wrap the show but a couple of things that were brought out um when it comes to family secrets it's important that we talk about them with our families for instance in the aforementioned um situation where you're 30 years old and you find out who your real mother is and it happens to be um the person that you were told is your cousin. What happens at that point is that at 30 years old, you probably have your own children. You probably probably have been to the doctor for numerous things. And when we go to the doctor's office, what is one of the first things that they want from us? They want our family history. By not revealing these secrets, my friend couldn't even give the doctor the correct family history because his adoptive mother, she might have had a heart issue. She might have been diabetic. She might have had some other issues, but he's giving that history as opposed to his real birth mother's history. And that's the thing that we don't think about when we hold these family secrets we don't think about the fact that this person will grow up and that this person lisa shepherd on facebook thank you i wish i could run for governor but <laughs> one step at a time uh i'm a i'm a stay here on radio and hold some important conversations until i'm mature enough for that seat but thank you i appreciate it it caught my attention i had to stop talking like what governor whoa um but it you know he's in a position where now he's given his doctor the wrong family history and then it's detrimental not only to his health but his offspring's health um we don't think about the extenuating circumstances and what will happen when we have these family secrets you know if uncle ricky 
you know, has been drinking for years and has cirrhosis of the liquor uh, of the liver. Who's going to talk to him and tell him, bro, you need to go to rehab. Or are we all going to just sit around and act like it's iced tea in his cup at the table? I mean, for real. Uh, we're going to go back to the lines and pick up with Thomas. Thomas, you're on Face the Facts. I am cautiously happy to have you on here. <laughs> My queen, Kelly Vaughn. How are you, queen? I'm doing well. How are you, Thomas? Kelly, I got a question for you. Family secrets. Are there really any such thing as family secrets? The reason I say that, Kelly, if you know about it and I know about it, that's two, that's two, that's two people, that's two more people who should, who should not know about it because if more than two people know about a family secret, it ain't no secret. Well, down south, down south. Now let's talk. Let's talk about down south, where I'm from. People used to say, "Oh, family secrets." But do you know that boy right there? His his uh his uh his uncle is really his daddy. Folks used to talk about that. Yeah. So it really it really ain't no secret. Now, in the medical terms, yeah, people need to know who. They need to know who's who in the medical terms so they can kind of sort of narrow things down. But if you got, if you, if you're holding on to what I call family secrets, ain't no such thing as family secrets. Cause like I said, if more than two people know about it, it ain't no secret. It's just like me and you going to rob the bank. If I, if I'm not going to tell on me and you ain't going to tell on you, but then they find out that me and you robbed the bank. Kelly, who told on us? The camera. <laughs> the surveillance camera. Big Brother is always watching. Is Big Brother always watching? Not only that, but let me just say this. In the black community, we don't know uh -huh. how to really keep a secret. And so no. I think you're right in that, you know, there really are no secrets because somebody in the family has passed it to somebody in the family. The thing is, when we all get around the table, everybody acting like it's not happening. Everybody calling well, that man, uh, that boy's uncle, when they know that's their father. Uh, my point exactly. And uh, what a lot of women used to do is when they would give their child up, they would give their child to who? Their sister or yep. to their aunt or somebody. Yep, so that the child would resemble someone rather close to their family tree. Oh, the child would stay in the family. Yeah, absolutely. So a secret really ain't no secret when it comes to secrets in the black family. Now, the, now, now let me tell you, now, the white folks, the white folks will take secrets to their grave. I know you right. I know you right. I know you right. I'm going to leave it at that because I don't want to make nobody mad. But them folks take secrets to their grave. Now listen. a lot of them daddies a lot of them daddies had kids by them daughters. I'm going to leave it at that. Well, thou has said. And you always come through and rock my show. So I love it. Thank you for calling in. Appreciate it. <laughs> yes. All right. So, listen. Let's stop with all these family secrets. Um, something very damaging almost happened in a family that I know of, whereas though uh, uh, the story goes that one of one of the family members went on a bus trip 
and was uh, getting ready to get romantically involved with somebody that they didn't even know was their cousin because the family never came together and said, hey, who you think is your cousin is your brother and who you think is 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 a distant um, cousin on the other side of the family is really your 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 relative, your sibling. Um, We got to stop this because we need to know the truth we need to handle the truth but more importantly we don't need to get around and be extremely artificial and fake during the holiday season um it has the capability to destroy families some of these secrets when we're all sitting around the table and you know uncle billy is really your father it's just a a damaging thing and so my hope is that as we approach the holidays, we confront some of these family secrets that have been held. Um, not just molestation, but l- let's just be real about, you know, this toxic family member. Or it may be that, you know, this family member talks to everybody about everybody. Well, let's let's pull on the carpet before we get over to dinner so that we can be our genuine selves when we sit around the table. So I really enjoyed the show today. Again, thanks to everyone who's tuned in on Facebook and all the other platforms. Please know that in the upcoming weeks, we will have more and more topics and more guests on. Um, We are getting ready to come up on one year. This radio show is getting ready to come up on a one year anniversary of being in place. And so I'm starting now to prepare and plan to see how I want to celebrate that because I never thought I could do talk radio. And here I am doing it and I love it. And I love all you guys for tuning in each and every week, putting it on your schedules, watching it uh, after the fact. All the support is appreciated. And I'm just trying to find my own niche in talk radio. I did not believe that talk radio was very popular or I didn't really see uh, what the purpose of talk radio was because I'm living in a very uh, new age where, you know, um, Facebook, social media and everything is commonplace. And that's what we use as a means of uh, communication. However, I've been an avid listener of talk radio, just never thought I could do it. So I'm excited to celebrate one year of being on Face the Facts and excited to know that we have had some very important discussions right here on this show that were needed. And I find it as a means of doing my part in the community. Um, so we'll talk more about the plan for the one year celebration. Thank you guys so much for tuning in again. This has been Face the Facts. I am Kelly Vaughn. Happy birthday to Bishop Carter. I'm on my way up out of here. Please enjoy this day. Stay masked up. Stay safe. Consider a vaccination. Consider a booster. And that's all I'm going to tell you about that. I can't rule your life. But listen, until next week, this has been Face the Facts with Kelly Vaughn right here on 1010WOLB. Please stay tuned. We have some other customized shows. And I know that Doc Cheatham is going to come in here and have very important discussion. And all the other customized shows that are available right here on WOLB. So thank you so much for my heart. And I'll see you next week. I love you guys. Peace. Oh, I'm gonna
got options. Oh. Any money more? Had a minute. It was a long time ago. You wanna spend my time? You wanna spend my dough? You got enough for stay? I don't need it. 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 